everybody and welcome to Paranormal Analytical. I'm your host Eddie Hill along with Rick Warren and James Toops. Welcome gentlemen. How are you doing? I'm doing good. How, doing my fine. How are you? Doing good. Doing good. Listen, um, man, I'll tell you what, these last couple of weeks has been pretty tough for me. I've been dying with allergies. I mean, this stuff's been kicking my butt. I don't know what blew in over here in Texas, but uh, yeah, it, it had me so stuffed up last week that I couldn't even talk. I was just totally gone. And uh, plus out doing uh, work over here, uh, building a fence and taking care of horses and stuff like that didn't help at all. But um, yeah, so we decided we're going to go ahead and go live on Paranormal Analytical on Sunday. So this is a kind of a special broadcast because we've got some really cool stuff coming up. And uh, a lot of it deals with UFOs and aliens. So, yeah, it's going to be pretty cool. So, uh, I'm going to read you guys something here real quick that I pulled up. And uh, then we're going to get into the discussion about UFOs and the Pentagon and that kind of a thing. Because it, this, is, this is something that's coming in that people have been waiting for. And I think it's finally going to happen. Uh, Bill says, your intro music by Pink Floyd? Nope. Uh Actually, they thought it was at first, and I had to fight with Facebook for a while on copyright stuff, but <laughs> they uh, they realized that I was right. They were wrong. Imagine that. So, uh, yeah, let me read you some of this stuff, and then we're going to jump into the UFO topic. So, the Pentagon 
has six months to disclose what it knows about UFOs. Six months, everybody. So I guess they got to get their act together and figure out what lies are going to feed us as far as not knowing anything. But uh, this came out uh, January 4th, 2021 uh, on military.com. And uh, as part of the newly passed COVID-19 relief legislation, Mm -hmm. can you imagine it came out COVID-19 relief legislation? This UFO thing comes out. Anyway, lawmakers are demanding answers from U.S. intelligence agencies and the Defense Department on the potential existence of UFOs and other unidentified aerial phenomena. We already know that they're there. I mean, everybody does. I mean, it's like no big surprise, but it's going to be interesting to see what they put out there and what they uh, tell us they know about it. Uh, The 2.3 trillion omnibus uh, appropriation legislation passed last month includes the Intelligence Authorization Act for fiscal year 2021, which provides more resources toward investigation gathering and strengthening open source intelligence collection among the agencies, according to a release from Florida Republican Senator uh, Marco Rubio, who introduced the bill in June. The Senate passed the legislation in July. Some of that information include or includes what the Pentagon, the Federal Bureau of Investigation, or the FBI, and its counterparts know about unidentified aerial phenomena, also known as anomalous aerial vehicles. Now, I've, that's a new one on me, anomalous aerial vehicles. I, I like UFOs. It's a lot easier to say. Um, anomalous. Anomalous aerial anomalous? vehicles. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Lawmakers expect to see. Yeah, the lawmakers expect to see a report on the collected UFO data 180 days from the bill's passage, according to the legislation. Um, Let's see. News website complex was the first to report the details. The report will be unclassified, but will include a classified supplement. Oh boy. So yeah. So so here's where they're still trying to hide shit. Of course. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure a lot of it's going to be in the classified section. Uh, lawmakers are concerned that there is no unified comprehensive process within the federal government for collecting and analyzing intelligence on unidentified aerial phenomena, despite the potential threat, which is why a sweeping report on all relevant information regarding UAPs is essential. According to the bill's text, lawmakers want information on any UAPs that were found using uh, geospatal, geos, is that how you say that? Geo, geospatal, spatial, or whatever, intelligence, uh, signals intelligence, human intelligence, or measurement and signature intelligence, regardless of which agency or service collected the data the bill states. Basically, they're wanting all the intelligence from all over. The UFOs don't have to be out of this world either. The legislation requires information on any technology China, Russia, Iran, North Korea, and others may possess in this field, including aerospace or other threats posed by the unidentified aerial phenomena to national security and to the assessment of whether this 
unidentified aerial phenomena activity may be attributed to one or more foreign adversaries, it adds. Now, let me tell you something. If this is the case, and these UFOs that we're filming that are going hypervelocity and outrunning our jets, and all, if this is the case that this belongs to one of our... Uh, one of our enemies out there, you know, the U.S. has really dropped the ball because we are way behind all these countries, if that's the case, and they have this stuff and we don't. I mean, come on. Um, let's see. It says, uh, in April, the Pentagon officially acknowledged three incident reports by Navy F-A-18 Hornets uh, fighter pilots after years of speculation that pilots were encountering alien spacecraft during training missions. The Defense Department that month published videos of the incidents, uh, one taken in November 2004 and the other and the other two in January 2015, which have been circulating in the public domain after an unauthorized release in 2007 and 2017, officials said in a statement. After a thorough review, the department has determined that the authorized release of these unclassified videos does not reveal any sensitive capabilities or systems and does not uh, infringe on any subsequent investigations of military airspace incursions by unidentified aerial phenomena. Pentagon spokeswoman Sue Gross said at the time, the video confirmation came a few months after Navy pilots got the word out that there had been an increase in UFO sightings in recent years. As a result, the service issued new guidelines on how best to document sightings or encounters, according to a 2019 report from Politico. The New York Times reported that two pilots had sightings, and in one instance, a near collision while flying training missions off the East Coast between 2014 and 2015. The last, uh, then last August, Deputy Defense Secretary David Norquist officially created the Unidentified Aerial Phenomena Task Force, a Navy-led unit to hunt down any pertinent encounters service members may have had with aerial objects that pose a threat to national security. I think they all pose a threat to national security, honestly, because we don't know what they are, where they're from, or what their intent is. I mean, that's the main thing. The U.S. government has looked into UFOs for years, most notably between twenty or sorry, 2007 and 2012, when the Pentagon began its Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program, an effort uh, companioned by then-Senator Harry Reid, a Democrat from Nevada and a Senate Majority Leader at the time. The program was meant to pursue research and investigation into unidentified aerial phenomena, the Defense Department said. Motivated by events such as the 2004 Tic Tac incident, which was documented in one of the Navy's release videos. And we talked about that one one night. Uh, in that incident, FA-18 pilots from the aircraft carrier Nimitz. You know, and the Nimitz has been involved in a ton of UFO-type scenarios. A ton. Yes, they have. Mm -hmm. uh, operating the, off the coast of San Diego, uh, reported spotting a large tic-tac-shaped object that appeared to be floating without the assistance of an engine or exhaust plume. So... There you have it, folks. So within six months uh, from when this bill passed, they're supposed to be giving us the information we need and we've been looking for and that we've wanted for a very long time, finally. 
But as you can tell, some of it is still going to be classified, which means there's going to be a lot that we still don't know. But at least they're starting to open up some. Gentlemen, thoughts. We'll start with Rick. You know, Eddie, um, it said December 7th was the uh, date that this bill was signed. This was engaged by President, then President Donald Trump. Um, it's amazing to me that this officer, a Senator Mark R. Warner, chair of the Senate Intelligence Committee, declined comment on a UFO report. There's a lot of them that sat there and think that because, um, well, I, I, I just don't think they believe it, Eddie. You know, and here we have proof, not only from naval intelligence, we have proof from naval fighter pilots. We have proof from radar screens. We have proof from all over the place that these things are being cited. I don't know what else they need. Do you, Eddie, that they need as far as evidence to go ahead and say these are real? Oh, I'm, you I, have people. I would say they probably need alien bodies, but don't they have those already? I, I, I think they do. I think they do. I really do. It, it is uh, what is phenomenal, Eddie, is that they're citing the fact that the United States public and or the world. OK, they're citing that the world isn't ready for such information. Now, back in 1965, I had to look back here on the comments here. There was this gentleman on here. I don't know if you can find him or not, Eddie, but he said that in 1965 he was involved with a sighting. And uh, Bill called him, I believe. He says, I'm a believer since I saw one with other people in 1965. And that was about the first time I ever saw one, too. It was being chased by two F-105s. So that tells you how old I was back then at, at when F-105s were chasing a UFO from McConnell Air Force Base, Eddie. No it kidding. Was I was still shitting radio. yellow at that time. Huh? I was still shitting yellow in 1965. <laughs> yeah, I was I was 10 years old and I was out on the oilies with my dad. And uh, here they come flying from, from uh, uh, McConnell Air Force Base. We had wow. CB radio transmissions, radio transmissions. We called the police. We called a highway patrol. We called everybody that we could call and nobody would comment on it. But right above us, they went right above us and went straight vertical and disappeared out of sight. And they couldn't keep up with it. We called McConnell Air Force Base the next day. And they said they had no information available at that time. Well, that's been how many years ago? And they still haven't given us any information on it. So, you know. Well, it doesn't surprise me any. James, what's your thoughts on all this? <clears throat> Man, I'm, uh, I just got my computer back up today and uh, going, and apparently I'm still having trouble. So I missed the entire intro, but uh, since we're talking about UFO and Pentagon, um, I'm already there with you. It's one of my favorite topics, and uh, it kind of frustrated me that I couldn't get my computer in my, uh, my home setting going, but here I am uh, mobile. Um, but I'll tell you what, man, there's a lot of stuff out there that that uh really you know they're starting to uh uh spoon feed disclosure but it's, it's getting to be a little bit better because in the last few years uh they 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 haven't been letting off of any information at all 
And now we've seen through uh, the released uh, CIA and uh, other video and documents that um, these pilots chasing the Tic Tac. I know you've seen those. And uh, mm-hmm. this other one that this other thing that they flew next to that that thing that kept turning and doing its thing and it was turning and they released that video. And now they're they're coming out with other stuff right now. Well, and what I they're what they're talking about right now, James is that within 180 days from the release of this uh, bill, which was also put in with the COVID-19 type bill, they have to release all the information that the Pentagon knows about UFOs. They have to release all of it. Okay. Because that was put in the bill. I don't think they'll release all of it. Okay. Well, no, 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 no. Here's the catch. Here's the catch. Okay. Uh Of course there was going to be a catch. I didn't, I I knew there was, I just, I hadn't read this before, by the way, guys, I just read it tonight, but there is a catch. Some of it is going to be classified. Of Some course. Of, of course. course. Of course. Uh, yeah, of there, course there was no way around that. Yeah, so we, we, we knew that was going to happen. But at yeah. least... At least we've got some information and some intel coming our way. And they said the intel that we're supposed to see and we're supposed to get as the as the United States citizens are things that are totally unbelievable. Things that we have been waiting for. Things that are going to be leaving us pretty much awe stricken and things we have not seen before, which I believe we haven't seen it before because it's not out there. Well, you know, here's how I look at it. You see it. You see it in everyday applications. I think personally, I believe, and I don't care what anybody else says. Personally, I believe it's already here. Uh, we're already u- utilizing everything that that we've um, encountered and learned from. In fact, I'm holding a piece of that technology in my hand right now. Um, Put it away before you hurt yourself. Stuff, say again. Put it away before you hurt yourself. You know you're not supposed to pull that out during the show. <laughs> no, this hand. Oh, this hand's, okay. This hand's free. This <laughs> oh, other hand, okay. it has my iPhone. And I think a lot of the technology that that's out there, as far as um, the AI stuff, you know, even though it's, you know, the Alexa and uh, the iPhone, anything, TVs like flat screens, you know, anything like that, uh, any you fiber know, there optics, was a huge leap in technology in the industrial era. There was a huge leap of technology. And it was right around the time when the Roswell thing went down. Right, right? you got Back the fiber optics. You got Kevlar. Yep, and now metamaterial. They're they're talking about metamaterials. You guys heard about that? Liquid metal technology. Yeah, they've come out with liquid metal as well. Metamaterial is is another thing. Metamaterial is supposed to be like super super uh, more advanced than Kevlar and everything else, right? And they haven't you know really come off of it yet, but it's going to change the industrial and uh, man, there's this the industrial revolution. You know, look how look how we jumped, we leaped from the dark ages to where we are now in, in just a span of 50 years, 50, 60 you know? years. Yeah. 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 How did that happen? Did people just got smart overnight? No, uh, you know, people just, Oh shit, let's, let's invent this. No. Cause yeah. no <laughs> things. Well, let, let, let's look at you this, know, so. this way, guys, let's check this out. How long did dinosaurs roam the earth? I'll give you, I'll give you an approximation. Dinosaurs are dinosaurs were, I'm trying to fit this in the screen right here. Dinosaurs with this much of existence, people were this much. Right. So I don't think a dinosaur ever invented an a, a, a aircraft or a computer or anything no. like that. And, and we're talking, and, and I know what everybody's saying. Well, of course not. They're dinosaurs. You know, but uh, check this out, though. I mean, seriously, 
if we evolve, if animals evolve, they should have evolved. So why did we go from starting campfires, making uh, flint spears and, and flint arrows, paintings and, you yeah. know, in, into all this other technology that we have now? And, and why did we go from having fur on our back? You know, where we were like really hairy. I mean, some of us still are, but I'm not. But I mean, where we have a lot of hair on us, you know, and we evolved and we lost hair and then had to use fur from something else to cover up because it was cold. I mean, that's not evolution, people. No. If you evolve from having, say, fur and you're evolving out, uh, Common sense would tell you we would have more fur so that we don't get cold. We wouldn't have to uh, lose our hair and cover up with something else's skin and fur and that kind of thing. I mean, it just, you know, there's a whole lot of different uh, ideas that go along with this, everybody. But the whole thing that we're talking about right now is the fact that the Pentagon is going to release more information. And see, and the Pentagon has also released some information, not only with the Tic Tac video and all that, where they came out and said, yeah, it was an unidentified uh, aerial phenomena. We don't know what it was. But they also said, came out and said that they did have parts or pieces of a craft, a craft not made of this earth. They came out and said it. So I'm hey, wondering what they're going to say this time. Back to the to the hair thing, and then I'll move forward. Uh, that's called genetic altercation. Genetic altercation. So there's there's a reason why uh, evolution happened so fast as the way it did. Uh, things were genetically modified. I truly believe that. And um, now you're saying that the Pentagon is going to release uh, information. So how how much of a convenient thing it is to release this information right now after the Pentagon realizes how the public takes serious information like COVID. Because I think they've been warming us up for the longest time, putting out movies, uh, you know, UFO movies and things like that to see how we do. You remember back in the day, um, Wells put out War of the World and people thought it was real. War of the Worlds, man. People freaked out. Mm -hmm. They thought that was a real deal coming over the radio, you know, and they all freaked the hell out. Well, nowadays, it's not like that so much anymore. And I see my old lady has joined in on the stream, and she's probably going to glitch. She's probably figuring out what's going on with the computer right now, but cool. Uh, yeah, so she's going to work on it, I'm uh, sure. Hello, so, Danielle. Danielle. Hello, Danielle. Can you hear me? Make me a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> James was just telling us. James, James was just telling us that he has not bought you a watch because there's one above the stove. Okay, well, she obviously doesn't hear us because uh, you would have been in trouble there, James. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I'm trying to get me killed or what? Let me, let me insert this here, guys. Former Senator Harry M. Reid, and by the way, he's a Democrat. Okay. A long Tom backer of the UFO phenomenon said that in the footage that they have, it only scratches the surface of the research yeah. and materials available. The U.S. needs to take a serious scientific look at this and any potential national security implications that it has. The American people deserve to be informed. And this is why we're seeing this, guys, is because this does. 
this does pose a national security threat to whatever country there might be. We have people in Russia. We have people in China. We have people in all over the world that are actually setting aside monies and programs to study these type of uh, phenomenons. And mm-hmm. we're not sharing. We're not sharing our information and why we aren't. I don't get it because if it's a global implication as far as security, why wouldn't we share that, gentlemen? Well, the reason, Rick, because um, this this is not a new thing. This has always been known to be a national threat and a national security risk. Uh, This ain't a new thing. We have the technology that we've recovered. If any of you guys know about Bob Lazar and all the things that he's encountered and all that stuff, uh, we already have that technology in advancement. And these guys have already capitalized on the weaponry. And they're not going to share that because now we have a, a card up on on what's up there's things there's black projects out there that we have no clue about imagine this COVID stimulus package that came out 1.9 trillion dollars how much of this shit is going to black projects that's going to support and fund all of the advancement of the stuff that we've already found back in roswell back in the 40s uh in the numerous crash sites around the world you know russia's had uh numerous crash sites you know how big russia and siberia is it's a huge place Mm -hmm. 17 times the size of the United States, and I'm just making 17 up, but it's huge. And, you know, these guys have recovered things, too, that they're not sharing with us either. But um, there's some countries out there saying, hey, enough is enough, and we're starting to put stuff out. But I think the reason the U.S. is putting this stuff out is because they see how the the, the people have responded to the COVID crisis, and they've realized that people are pretty much sheep, and they'll do what they're told. So they can put this information out and say, hey, relax. We got it. Y'all just chill. This is what you need to do. You need to wear uh, uh, four pairs of socks and and three rubbers, and you'll be okay. And the people are going to do that. They'll go rushing out, and they'll buy up all the socks and all the Trojan, and then they'll be fine. And the government knows that's what the people will do, right? That's how they can release the information because it's getting to the point where other countries are starting to release the information before us. And they don't want them having the, the one up on us. I think that's what that's what's going on. Okay. Well, let me let me let me drop this your way, James and Rick. Everybody has heard of Operation Blue Beam. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Operation yep. Blue Beam was described to everybody by some information that was leaked out by Werner von Braun before he passed away. It's the father of rocketry. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Operation Paperclip was a way to create a one world government. Mm-hmm. One world government. And it was planned to be done in the 1980s. But it leaked. So they had to scrub the whole thing. Okay. Now, what do we have going on right now? That could bring everybody in the world together to create this one world government. You follow where I'm going with this? Now, we're having tons of UFO sightings all around the globe. And not just one or two. We are having fleets of UFO seen. Some of them, 40, 50. Other, there's thousands at one given time in the year. Yep. Okay. I just seen two videos of these things today. One was in the United States. 
One was out of the United States. Okay. So we've got all this happening. Now, all of a sudden, oh, by the way, we're going to release some UFO information from the Pentagon. So we're going to kind of like make sure everybody understands that these things are real. We're getting tons of UFO sightings. And then you got to remember the old speech that uh, Reagan, President Reagan said way back in the day. What would happen if we were attacked or overrun by a race from out of this world? How quickly we would put our differences aside and unite as one. Remember that. This has been coming for a long time, people. This has been coming for a long time. This is a long time plan. Werner von Braun said... Before he passed away, he he told a close friend of his who was a close friend of his that all this stuff was going to start happening in the Middle East. We were going to be taking oil. All this kind of stuff was going to be going on. But the final thing that was going to take place was that we were going to be attacked by UFOs, by aliens. He said, not from out of this world, but from this world. These are our own craft, our own back-engineered craft that we're going to be sending out to do these attacks Mm -hmm. on the people in order to create a one-world government. Yeah, to make it seem like we're being attacked from somewhere out beyond when, in fact, it's our own people doing it. I've heard that. I've heard that, too. So... What a better time than to put all this in motion than right now. I mean, we're already Absolutely. divided, what about did, as divided as we're going to get. If, you know, what, and, did Biden, what did Biden run his campaign on? What, what is his number one word he runs his campaign on? Oh, he was going to bring Unity. everybody together. There you have it. There you have it. So if, if now is not the time within now and the next three and a half years... I don't know when is, because to push his agenda of unity, this would be the time to do it. Mm-hmm. And Rick, what's your thoughts on all this? You're sitting there awful quiet. Well, I was just doing a little reading and, and uh, things like that on different reports that I looked on this afternoon. And uh, you guys are uh, 100% correct. I mean, we have U.S. intelligence. We have U.S. legislation. We have senators. We have generals. We have the police, we have Air Force, we have Army, we have, we have everybody but, the, but Grandma, and she probably saw one too. But anyway, my point is, is that we are now at a time, gentlemen, that the collectiveness of evidence is at hand. And now they're going to sit there and they're going to push it because Mr. Donald Trump said in his uh, legislation brief that I want transparency. Now, how long has it been since we've actually had any transparency from the government concerning UFOs and or any kind of aerial phenomenon? Yeah, good luck. For a long, long time. And just like James is talking about, I believe that this is coinciding too neatly together Mm -hmm. to become a form of disclosure that just like on the, the movie Independence Day, the president could unite the world and the world could unite to fight against one common enemy. 
Now, who's the real enemy is what I'm trying to figure out here. Exactly. And are we being attacked by aliens from another world, or is it our own government that's turning on us in order to create this scenario? I wouldn't be too... I would not be too quick to jump on the fact that these are aliens that are attacking us. I looked on some of the information, and while we we were talking about this earlier, Eddie, I looked up some of the prophecies from Nostradamus and from other people that were involved in prophetic um, sayings about what's going to happen in 2021 and 2020 and things like that. There is a lot of prophecy from throughout the world, gentlemen, throughout the world, not only from the Hindu, from the European nations, from the United States, from everybody that has anything that has those abilities to see in the future, all of which are saying that there are things going to be transpiring within the next few years, months and years, that's going to lead us to a classification of, of sightings that and things that are going to happen around this world that we've never seen before on earth. I'm kind of looking forward to that, but at the same time, I don't know what I'm, we're going to be looking at, gentlemen. Here's my thing. Um, if, you know, I, I, Eddie, I agree. I don't think for one minute uh, we'll be invaded by some outer, you know, outer race. I don't, I don't see... Uh, ships landing in the skies like it did on Independence Day and just blowing shit up and uh, being a big badass dogfight, you know, and an awesome aerial display of us against them. I don't see that happening. Um, if they wanted to wipe us out totally and reclaim this land, they would be able to do so with um, any kind of biological weapon that you know, if they have our DNA and they know our structure and they know our genetics, they can wipe us out in a heartbeat. Just, just yeah. humans. Yeah. They don't and need they to come down shooting a single shot. Yeah. They could fire something the size of a needle at light speed towards earth and wipe out humanity period. And then take the land over and reclaim the reason they're not doing that now, I guess is because they're obs- It's under observation. They're watching us. They're doing this. They're doing that. But if we do see anything in the sky, like the black triangles or uh, any of this other stuff, it's going to be our own government. And, you know, as much as I trust the government. Yeah, me too. um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, you know, it would be that, you know, to come and wipe us out. And then the elites take over and do the one world government. Um, But I don't I don't see it being an alien race coming out, just wiping us out because they could have done that long time ago, really long. I think if, if they're out there watching us, they're they're watching and they're observing and they're watching our, our growth and development. That's what I think. Yeah, and I'm sure like they're scared to death of what we're going to pull next. Yeah, probably so. I think well, I have to agree with that, James. Like, I have to agree totally with that because if you take a look at the at the sightings, you take a look at the descriptions of what happened during those sightings. You have, like I said, United States Air Force pilots. You have commercial airline pilots. They oh, are yeah. professional pilots. They mm-hmm. know what's up in that air. They do it for a living every damn day. Absolutely. And they're seeing things and, and recording things that have never been seen before. Now, And now, if, and like now we have said, a space force. Now we have a space yeah. force. Now, if you like you said... They have that capability. And gentlemen, these are reports of these triangles, like you were mentioning, Eddie. 
of taking right-handed angles at subsonic, I mean, supersonic speeds that would literally crush a human being against the hull of the ship if you were to do that. Mm-hmm. Now, those people have some intelligence, and they have knowing of what's happening, not only in the, metaf- in the physical world, they have knowledge of what's happening in every other aspect of what is our five senses, I believe. Yeah. Well, there are studies out there, Rick, that, you know, they create a gravitational wave in front of the craft that suck craft towards the wave. There's no propulsion on the backside to push. And if you know anything about physics, you know when force equals mass time acceleration and you push against mm-hmm. something and it goes forward. Well, these things create a gravitational wave in front of the craft and that's what allows them to propel forward. Well, when you have that wave, you can create that wave and it encapsulates the entire uh, body of the craft. And in that moment, gravity doesn't exist. So when you make those right angle turns and those really sharp, you know, things are the super fast acceleration, you're not affected by the, the, the effects of gravity. In other words, they're doing it without they're doing it without sonic booms. They're doing it without the yeah. sound barrier. Beyond well, yeah, the because, because they're, they're going outside of the gravitational field of what we know in physics. And it's, it's a really interesting thing. And it's, it's covered in particle theory and it's covered in with uh, Einstein and it's covered within a lot of these Schrodinger effects. And there's a lot of things that, are, that people out there uh, have theories and, and equations on. And, man, it gets real deep. It gets really mathematical. But it's interesting for the normal person to look back and, and look at this thing, like scratch the surface and say, oh, okay, I can see how that can kind of work. And then they have super, super deep theories on how all this shit actually works. Mm-hmm. It's really neat. Okay, so check this out. So does, if something pushes, does something move forward, you said, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. What if it's really not moving forward? What if space and time are moving backward that's the theory just, just a that, thought that a new okay. paradigm right there that's a new paradigm right there that they need to look at or that we have been looking at yes that's, that's what they're looking at so what they're doing is warping the field of gravity and time in front of the craft and it's sucking the craft forward okay and so check this Bob out Lazar talks about this. so a radio transmission from an american airlines from cincinnati to phoenix uh this happened Back in, uh, oh, when did this take place? Oh, this was written back in uh, February of uh, 2021. Um, from Cincinnati to Phoenix last weekend might have been ripped straight from the X-Files. Do you have any targets up here? We just had something go right over the top of us, said the pilot at 1.19 p.m. Central Standard Time on Sunday. I hate to say this, but... It looked like a long cylindrical object that almost looked like a cruise missile type of a thing moving really fast right over the top of us, according to the audio published by aviation blog Deep Black Horizon. The, I'm getting a lot of background noise from somebody, just to let you know. Um, it's not me. I'm outside. It almost sounds like a TV or something. No, I'm outside. Okay. It's not me. It's quiet out there. So stretched out. That's about it. Listen to this. Okay. So the blogger, Steve Douglas, intercepted the transmission accidentally as he was trying to pick up another aircraft with a radio scanner. It was pure coincidence, he told the Arizona Republic. 
Douglas used two flight tracking websites uh, to determine the exact position of the plane was over the northeast corner of New Mexico, west of Clayton, New Mexico, at an altitude of 37,000 feet. He uh, has a link to the file here, um, which I'm going to attempt to play for you guys. I don't know if it's going to work, but we're going to try. And uh, it looks like uh, they've taken it down. They removed it. Really? Yep. So... Following debrief with the flight crew, American Airlines confirmed that the radio transmission came from Flight 2292. Yesterday, the FFA released a short statement. A pilot reported seeing an object over New Mexico shortly afternoon local time on Sunday, February 21st, 2021. FAA air traffic controllers did not see any object in the area on their radio radar scopes. <coughs> While authorities may never be able to explain what the missile-like object was. It's not the first time a pilot has spotted unexplained flying phenomena. In fact, it happens fairly regularly. A remarkable or remarkably similar incident occurred over Sonoran Desert three years ago on February 24, 2018. Within minutes of each other, two pilots flying different aircraft, a passing a mysterious object according to audio recordings released from the Federal Aviation Administration to the Phoenix New Times several weeks later was anybody above us that passed us like 30 seconds ago a Learjet pilot asked an air traffic controller negative replied the tower in November 9 2018 a British Air Airways pilot flying over Ireland reported seeing a very bright light that disappeared at very high speed reported the Guardian a Virgin Airlines pilot confirmed seeing it too multiple objects following the same sort of trajectory very bright from where where we were experts say that there's usually a logical explanation for ufo sightings and the u.s government has had a famously long history of being tight-lipped on the subject in recent years however there's been some notable movement on that front in 2017 the pentagon acknowledged the existence of a 22 million uh, dollar advanced aerospace threat identification program that had investigated reports of unexplained aerial phenomena from 2007 until it was shut down in 2012, so they say. In April 2019, yes. a U.S. Navy announced it was uh, modifying how pilots reported UFO sightings in favor of more data-driven approach, telling Politico that there had been a number of reports of unauthorized and unidentified aircraft entering various military control ranges and designated airspace in recent years. The next month, Navy pilots told New York Times that they had frequently seen unidentified flying objects that looked like white tic tacs or spinning tops off the eastern seaboard from Virginia to Florida. Awesome. Because I've been waiting for years and years. I've been feeling like they, uh, they've been warming the public up, you know, with movies like Independence Day and, um, you know, War of the Worlds and, and you know, the really popular good ones like that, you know, I think they've been warming the people up and, uh, uh, shit. I'd love to know what the hell has been going on because just I already kind of have a feeling what's up, but just to reaffirm my, uh, my opinion that, yeah, I know what you guys were doing all along and, uh, it'd be cool to really see it come out officially. You know? Yeah, I would. I have no idea where Eddie went. I have no idea where James went. So anyway, I try to carry this conversation on. 
uh, public itself is ready. The disclosure that um, they want to bring about, Eddie. I hope that the public is ready for everything that is about to be brought to them concerning what we have as far as this phenomenon in UFOs and everything. And uh, I think we are. I think we're able to understand more. Where did Gordon's ugly ass go? Oh, I'm already live. My bad. Hello? Hello? Yeah, I, I got you, Rick. Keep going. I think the public is ready to um, endorse a disclosure. I'm not going to talk about anything as far as what happens on the Democratic side. But anyway, I think there's a lot of intelligent people that are ready to go with a full disclosure of what's happening with this phenomenon. And I think we're ready to go ahead and see and take into consideration that we've been we've been lied to in many instances for over 50 years now over what's really taken place and what what materials we have and what evidence there is to provide to the gov- from the government to the people in general. I agree. What do you think there, uh, James? Well, what happened to Gordon, man? Uh, he's he he's sitting. On. I've got him sitting in the waiting room because he still hasn't been able to log out. And if I pull him up, oh, it's going to show me again. Okay. Hey, you're sounding good, by the way. Uh, your vocals are good. I don't know what happened, man. It was like three three boxes on the screen with Eddie in there. Um, but, hey, um, yeah, like Rick said, I think, you know, people are uh, they're ready for it. I think now, because we've seen chaos in the last year uh, with this pandemic bullshit that's been going on. And maybe that was a test to see how people react to certain things. Not just so much, um, you know, ufology and stuff like that, but what if Russia announced that they have a nuke and they're ready to, to strike America and this and that? How would the public react? You know, or, you know, there's another pandemic coming out of Cuba or, you know, some crazy shit come from the ocean. Who knows? Maybe it was, you know, a test of all kind of things to see how the public would react to, you know, knowledge. And um, maybe this is one of the things that they can slip in and say, hey, uh, let's go ahead and, you know, do some disclosure because there's a huge community of ufologists out there. Look, a MUFON, uh, you know, oh, yeah. there's a lot, a lot of things out there. And this, this stuff has been going on since the 40s. You know, Jesse Marcel, believe it or not, uh, he was the, the guy, the first um, uh, Army guy to show up on the scene at the Roswell incident. His name was Jesse Marcel. And guess where he was from, guys? Homo, Louisiana. He was from my hometown. And uh, he arrived on the scene. And he's the one that collected all the stuff. And they brought it back to the ranch house and looked at it. And the next thing you know, they ran the story. And then the Army says, oh, nope, we got to cover it up. That was a weather balloon. You know, and uh, this is material that they had a three by three section of, crumple it all up, and guess what? They it opened itself all the way back up, and they couldn't tear it, rip it, poke a hole through it, none of this stuff. So it's really interesting, you know, if you follow it. And uh, they did a documentary with um, uh, Bob Lazar and uh, Kent. Jer- Watch the uh, interview of it. It's on Netflix, and it's it's a pretty good documentary. And you know, Bob Lazar has done numerous lie detector tests, and they've had uh, body language experts look at him. And uh, this guy's story is consistent, you know. And uh, not not to plug any other podcast, but um, 
which one? It was the uh, the Joe Rogan experience. He had Bob Lazar in there a couple of times. And uh, if you if you're in the ufology and stuff like that, I suggest follow and not follow, but go look at the Joe Rogan, and you can see the Bob Lazar interview with mm-hmm. Jeremy Corbell on there. And it's a great interview. It's a great production. And uh, I mean, man, it's it's interesting as hell. And look up Project Blue Book. Um, you know, the Philadelphia experiment, there's a lot of things that you can look at that just blow your mind. You know, I'm big into it in case you haven't noticed, I'm real big into it. And, uh, you know, you guys remember when the, uh, the area 51 thing came out and this one guy was like, let's see those aliens. And they, they invited everybody to the, uh, to the desert and the FBI and the, you know, the government got a hold of it. And it was a, a major thing. You guys remember that not long ago? Yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was a pretty cool deal, and they had a lot of big acts, you know, out there like to uh, support this thing, and uh, it fell through the cracks. You know, this this kid that put this thing on on Facebook had three or four million uh, confirmations of going to the desert and storming Area Fifty One, which would have been a bad thing. That you don't want to do Very that. Bad. That's a secure no. military base. No. Yeah. <laughs> it would have I been a bad a of, thing. A lot of the people in the chat, I know that uh, I know this Mark Shelty. Okay, he said he was wanting to check out MUFON and everything. Uh, yeah. That is a very very interesting show, and they have a lot of documentaries that are extended and provided <laughs> to the public. And a lot of their uh, people that are on that show have been um, well, basically shut up and told yeah. not to air some of the programs that they were wanting to air. And it's going to be interesting as to when they do air this stuff, guys, as to what we're going to be able to see and hear. Shit. And I think we lost James again. No, my bad. Okay. Yeah, you're back. um, MUFON. MUFON's a big big deal, man. They they do a lot of investigations, and they document it. They have scientists. They have people that that can back up the... uh, the investigatory process. Um, MUFON's a big thing. Um, there's a, there's a few, uh, deals out there, a few entities out there, I guess you could say like no pun intended, but, uh, MUFON's one. And you know, just there, there's so many different avenues you can go down. Once you, once you Google MUFON, the, the, the tree is upside down from there and you could just stem out to so it many is. other platforms. It is. Yeah. Well, it gentlemen, really cool, uh, man. I hate to say it, cool we are just about out of time, so we're going to have to go and do some closing statements. Uh, Rick, we'll start off with you today. Okay, thank you. I think we're ready, guys. I really do. I think the uh, general public, I know I'm ready, and it's going to be interesting when we when that happens, and I want us to be ready as a intelligent community to sit there and offer an intelligent response to when we actually have contact because let's face it, guys, these guys are, are way above us in intelligence and things that go zoom in the sky. So I really would hope that we would gather our information and be ready to have a really good conversation on where and what we might be able to do with mankind and the extraterrestrial life that might be able to come in and give us a hand. It would be greatly, greatly appreciated. Absolutely. James? 
Well, I really hope the old cliche of uh, take me to your leader doesn't apply <laughs> at this point. Because if they show up on the White House lawn, oh, my God. They're going to think that we're a society of a bunch of freaking idiots if they meet freaking uh, Biden and Harris and all the rest of them. This is the wrong time for somebody to land on the White House lawn and say, take me to your leader. Because at that point, they're going to be like, oh, my God, this this planet is full of freaking dumbasses. We got to get the hell out of here and let them evolve another 500,000 years. But the thing is, all politics aside, that's for the next show coming up at 830, I think. Right. Yeah, yes. it's going to be 815, 830, about. It depends on how quickly I can upload the audio. Political, analytical, 830. Y'all hang on. It's going to be good. Uh, but no, if, um, you know, somebody would happen to land on somebody's lawn uh, right now and just be full disclosure and say, hey, here we are. And, uh, you know, the fake media show up and say, hey, holy crap, now we have a real news story we can report on. That would be amazing. That would be great. Now, after that, the intention, I don't know. But keep your eyes to the sky like I do, and you might be lucky enough to catch something. And I'll tell you what, it's becoming more frequent, especially in Mexico and Texas. And, um, you know, Arizona and New Mexico, um, it's becoming a lot more frequent. So keep your eyes up in the sky, and uh, hopefully you can catch something. That'd be great. And if you do, report it. Report it on MUFON. Tell us. Absolutely. Yeah, hell yeah. Drop well, a gentlemen, Drop it's a been a pleasure having the show with you guys tonight. Everybody, listen, we're sorry that it was late. We were supposed to have the show last night. Uh, I passed out. Honestly, I was I was done. I, I didn't wake up till late last night. Too. Rick and, and James as well. So, yeah, you can tell we've been uh, we've been a bunch of busy boys. But uh, that's why we're doing two shows tonight. We're doing uh, Paranormal Analytical and Political Analytical afterwards. So uh, bear with us. Uh, those of you who like uh, jumping in with uh, Political Analytical, it's going to be a little late getting on because I've got to upload audio and do all kinds of stuff real quick before we turn on the next show. But uh, we want to thank everybody for being with us tonight. We really appreciate it. We love you guys. Like James said, keep your eyes Indeed. to the sky. And remember that there are more and more and more UFO sightings each and every day that are popping up that we really need to watch out for because we, we we need to stay, I guess, aware of what's going on around us and, and aware of what's taking off and going on in the political world and also with this uh, government release of this UFO uh, uh, files that they're going to be uh, letting everybody check out. So... Please keep your eyes open, keep your ears open, keep watching. If you have any information, please send it to uh, Paranormal Analytical. You know, we'll we'll be happy to jump on here, just shoot us a message or whatever, and uh, we'll be happy to air it on the show. And uh, like I said, and, uh, we, we appreciate it. And, and thank you for bearing with us on some of our technical difficulties. And my uh, twins and triplets jumping on here, I guess you could say, uh, as James was saying. But... Uh, Rick, thank you for your insight as always, man. You're you're awesome and bringing in the insights that some of us don't look at and some of us don't see, but we appreciate everything that you do. James, man, you're you're a blessing to the show as well. You know, thank you so much for your uh, knowledge and your input. And thank everybody out there for your comments and questions. We appreciate them all. And until next week, this is Eddie Hill with Paranormal Analytical signing off. Stay tuned for Political Analytical next. See you guys. Peace out.